Hey everybody, welcome back to FreePast. My name is Rob Murray, I am your host. FreePast is brought to you by the Free Press Media and is recorded at the studios of KMSU at Minnesota State University, Mankato. We are uh, thrilled to be back with FreePast. It's been a while, as I said before in that last little update. Um, We've had a hiatus for a while, but now we are back. And today we have a really interesting conversation with Justin Fosnott. Uh, a.k.a. Uh, Fuzzy. Who is Fuzzy, if you don't know who he is? Um, he's sort of everywhere in town where there's live music, or at least he was. Um, he's sort of uh, taking a break from that now, but um, he's sort of a local impresario of sorts in that he's often behind the scenes of uh, live shows, and um, he's a constant supporter of live music and the arts. He's a homegrown guy uh, who never left and says he doesn't really want to leave. He just loves Mankato, um, which is what I love about about fuzzy he just uh unabashedly um in love with and supportive of his hometown um and like i said he's a constant presence at le- at local music events um so there's that side of him he's also a guy who's been struggling uh recently with some health s- some health issues and uh you'll hear he gets very candid about uh what some of the causes um of those issues were he also gets uh, very candid about how difficult this summer has been for him uh, with his health and the loss of a few close friends and the realization that he has to make some changes in his life if he wants to turn things around here. So um, it's a very good conversation, and I think you're going to learn a lot about Fuzzy by the end. So without further ado, here's Fuzzy. All right, so welcome today to Justin Fosnott. Fuzzy. Yeah, fuzzy, yep. How's it going? I'm good. I'm getting good. <laughs> um, it's been a long couple months, the uh, last couple months, but um, ultimately I'm, I'm, I'm really good. I'm good, uh, good spirits and good mood. We will get to all of that, but first things first, thanks for the t-shirt. Yeah, you're welcome. Fuzz Talk Radio t-shirt. It's, uh, it's not a bribe to make, this, make sure that this is a nice podcast. It's... <laughs> It's just something, you know, everybody should have a Fuzz Talk Radio shirt, especially if you're helping out the community with, you know, music and arts and making sure that the community is good, and that's what you do. Well, thank you very much. Um, I've been wanting one of these shirts for a long time. I've, I've seen them around town, and uh, a yeah. sharp-looking T-shirt. Thank you very <laughs> much. I, uh, I when I first started Fuzz Talk, I ended up making a run about 400 of those and sold sold those all out in about two years, and then never made anymore so this is the first run in about six years other than just like my just smoke shirts i that i was making uh for a specific show but the original fuzz talk radio shirts haven't been made in probably about six years well let me ask you about fuzz talk radio then um that's that's one of the topics we will talk about today and fuzz talk radio if you listeners don't know it's an online radio station uh created here by by fuzzy um tell me about how that came to be and how you created that and why and how has it lasted so long? Um, so, yeah, um, nine years ago, uh, um, I was not going through the, the best of times. Uh, uh, a production label of mine um, from the cities broke up, and a girlfriend uh, at that time had broken up with me. So I was going through a lot of just being really down in the dumps and depressed and found myself going down to the, the Sugar Room um, old venue back in the day um every wednesday for open mics because the bunch of musicians would go down there started becoming friends with them and realized that we had a lot of um talent in mankato that was kind of being overshadowed by the cities 
And so I decided to help support that and shine a little light on Mankato's music and art through um, an online radio station that focuses on Mankato and Southern Minnesota music. And it's a lot of hip-hop, a lot of local stuff? Hip-hop, folk, um, rock, uh, metal, uh, just all genres. I I don't discriminate. So how do you decide the programming on Fuzz Talk Radio? Uh, um, Well, right now, currently, it's... um, um, what is it? About thirty gigs worth of server space that I upload um, all the music that I can get my hands on from Mankato and Southern Minnesota local artists, and then um, any bands that come down or come to Mankato through uh, different channels. Um, if I can get, get a hold of their CDs, I'll put that up on the on the on the servers, and then we have live programming um, throughout the week. Um, I do a show every every day from um right around 10 till noon kind of like when i wake up and then until noon and then um dagger chuck um uh does a show on sundays from uh 9 p.m to 1 a.m on sundays uh called dagger radio and dagger chuck is uh scott rodriguez from camisu and good friend of mine and we do a show every every Friday here on KMSU um, every Friday from 6 to 7 called the Minnesota Music Network. But yeah, Fuzz Talk Radio is basically a live uh, playlist of music that plays 24 hours, 7 days a week with um, live shows hosted by different people throughout the throughout the week. So have you been able to gauge listenership? I mean, do you do you know how many people are listening? Do you get any feedback from yeah, I mean, people in town? Is, since it's all digital, um you know, I, I get amount of people that are tuning in um, at specific times. Um, when we have live shows, definitely the viewership or listenership goes up a lot more than if it's just playing music throughout the throughout the time. Um, and then you know, it's the scope that I uh, that Fuzz Talk Radio brings to the whole scene is really hard to gauge though, uh, because it, Fuzz Talk Radio encompasses more than just the radio itself um or just like just the website because uh we we also book live shows throughout throughout the city like at, at the what's up lounge or um uh red rocks nowadays or you know different venues so we have we we, we book live sh- live shows as well um so it's like a fuss talk radio presents yeah, like so and so at the Red Rocks or, or something. Like, okay. Be bomb fields at the wine cafe uh-huh. or something like that. Or um, this last year we just did um, we we booked a couple um, hip hop groups down at Solstice, which was a lot of fun because it was the first time Solstice had a hip hop group. Um, so like it's, uh, I guess I'm just saying that there's a lot more to Fuzz Talk Radio than just a radio station. Mm-hmm. But none of the stuff would be able to happen without it being a radio station. Gotcha that makes sense and it's grown over the years you've gotten yeah i mean both an influence and uh i guess the more and more people know the logo and more and more people understand um are understanding what it really is um you know i i head up to the cities and people recognize me right away and i don't know it's it's cool it's it's i I, it's just really hard for me to gauge how big it is sometimes at the end of the day though mm-hmm. is is it you in your apartment or your house or wherever you yep, live yep um that's kind of what <laughs> yeah uh, that's still just as small as that still 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I don't know if it's ever going to get bigger than that because, I, and I don't know if that's a sign of how well you're doing or how big you are. If you actually have a full studio um, that you go to, or if you have a studio in your own home. Um, and when I say small, I don't mean insignificant. I just mean it's. I mean, oh, it, yeah. all it takes is one guy and a microphone to. Yeah, and, and cause yeah, a change. I um, this I I rather keep it that way because mm -hmm. it, it makes it for anybody that wants to do um, a radio show, which I'm always looking for um, live hosts. It makes it easier for them to uh, start it up because mm -hmm. if you have all you need is a laptop. Um, sometimes you don't even need a microphone if you're if you're just going to use your, your laptop your laptop usually right. has a high definition microphone now I mean if you want to get better you know we'll end up looking into buying a microphone for you and stuff like that but all you need is a laptop and microphone and sometimes all if you just want to play music you can just play music too I so. used to listen to Fuss Talk Radio at, at work back when we had I had a Blueberry Mac on my desk and yeah. Uh, I had a Twitter account for the Mankato piece uh, statue that's in the park right now, and yeah. I would uh, listen to to you and request songs as the Mankato piece. And uh, yeah, it's been a long time. I've been going with you guys for a long time. It's fantastic. You were the Mankato piece on Twitter. I was the Mankato piece on Twitter. Holy yeah, I'm gonna help myself. Wow! <laughs> wow! I, well, that's awesome. I pulled that thing down a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. Um, um, there was also yeah. the Mankato Martini. Not me. Uh-uh. Not it wasn't me. me either. Not me. A lot wink. of people thought it was me, but it was not me. Yeah, it wasn't me. Wink, wink. You can't give, <laughs> you can't give out your, your, your Twitter handles. What if you brought it back? That was so cool. Uh, uh, it was the, fun. The Mankato Martini and the Mankato Piece uh, talked to each other on Twitter. They did. And then the <laughs> um, Blueworks Baby ended up having a Twitter. And yeah, I was people like, thought that been... was me too. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it wasn't. That wasn't definitely wasn't me at all. Okay, and I don't know who that was. Wink, wink. But like, but it wasn't you. No, definitely wasn't. For me. sure, it wasn't you. But no. you, wink, wink. Don't know who it was. Okay. Man, that's cool. That, that just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. See what happened that was, was a lot of fun. What happened was, uh, uh, management in in our building. I don't want to name names, but mention that if anybody if i were to say something that could get the newspaper in trouble yeah and somebody came and asked if rob murray was the mankato piece he would have to say that i was so i said all right i, I it's not worth it to lose, <laughs> no, not lose, <laughs> lose my job so i'm just gonna stop this here it was a good run and uh moving on but um yeah that's what's cool about twitter is that it can be anonymous and you can just have fun with it yeah at one point i had six different twitter accounts no <laughs> Now it's just Fuzz Talk Radio. Okay. Slow down a little bit with yeah. Twitter. <laughs> well, Twitter is for sure a kind of a lowest common de denominator too. It sometimes, I mean, yeah, it's, well, absolutely. It's just kind of a cesspool in some places of well, political any, bullshit. Oh, I, like any um, online forum is going. Always has the potential to be a cesspool of right crap. Can we swear on here? I gotta make yeah. sure I don't. You can okay. say whatever you want. Okay. Yeah, like I told someone else, Michael Cimino kind of blew all the barriers down <laughs> yeah. during his podcast bless his soul um but you had mentioned live music earlier and mm -hmm. i wanted to talk to you about um the recent event that was held for you um at the what's up lounge which had to do with your health um no actually it was at the red rocks red rocks sorry okay yep. um but so tell tell us about your health and what's going on with you and um you're, you have a cane with you today. You look, you yeah. look like you're hobbling around here. So tell us what's going on with you. 
Yeah. Um, uh, so I don't know. It's, uh, right around July 10th, I woke up with uh, pain behind my knee. So I went to the went to the doctor, and um, they were like, "Yeah, you have a you have a um, <clears throat> excuse me, you have a massive blood clot." Um, that goes from it goes from my ankle to the middle of my thigh. Um, yeah, the you know the doctors are pretty like I asked the doctors like how bad it is, and they said that they're pretty amazed how um, how what's uh, how massive this is, and that they, that I got to be very very careful with it because with how big it is, it's going to take take a long time for it to go away, and during that time, that I got to just be very careful the. Um, that it doesn't get unclogged or whatever um, for it to go to my lungs. Uh, so it's 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 been a life changer, um, slap in the face of I need to be healthier and scary. Do do they know why it happened? Uh, the um, with the, the doctor said that with how young I am, um, that it has to be <clears throat> attributed to with uh, the the heavy drinking that I have been doing. Because um, I go, you know, I would go out to shows and in between shows go out to the bars pretty much every night and you know drink and the big thing is that I didn't I wasn't eating a whole lot either uh where I'd eat like maybe just a piece, piece of pizza all day you know all day or just go a day, couple days without eating at all and then drinking about you know six seven tall boys and seven GMO shots pretty much every night oh and you know stay up till like three four in the morning and uh, get up an hour before work, go to work, and then just go right back on the wine cafe or bar because I always had friends out and just drank all the time. And they, all, you know, people always say that you know alcohol is a blood thinner, but after a while, it's t- it doesn't thin your blood and it causes complications. And I don't remember the last time I didn't do that. And so it, I, I'm in my mind, I just it's just caught up with me and. Uh, I'm sorry. That's fine. Like I said, it's a slap in the face. Um, bef- before this happened, um, I was really thinking that I needed to start uh, slow down on my drinking because you know, just like after my friend uh, Edgar. Edgar Burns passed away. A lot of other negative stuff has been going on in my life. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. That's why we're here. And I started thinking that I need to stop drinking um, for my own mental well-being. Because after Edgar passed, other other negative stuff happened, started going on. And I just started thinking that, you know, for me to deal with other people... Um, with all this death that's been happening in my life, like I've had other friends that have passed away over the last couple of months, um, from car crashes to suicide to um, friend, you know, a friend's cat cat died recently and shit. And I don't know. It's just I just started thinking that I needed to uh, slow down on drinking for my mental well being so I can deal with the negative aspects that've been going on in my life. And so I started doing sober Mondays, and there was one Monday that I, um, 
that I didn't do the sober Monday and then the next Tuesday I woke up and I had pain. I was like, life was like, dude, I thought you're going to start slowing down. You didn't. So fuck you. Slap across the face. Can't drink anymore. You're almost, you're going to die. <laughs> you know? So the, um, it's been really tough. Uh, the last, this last summer has been really tough losing a lot of friends and then almost losing my own life. And there's always a possibility. And that's what I keep on thinking about too, is that with it not being cleared up yet, I'm always, um, there's always a possibility I'm going to deal with pulmonary embolism, which is really scary. And it's a really big wake up call. That's, that's no joke. And it sucks. And, um, not fun so I'm not drinking anymore um once the leg starts feeling a little bit better start uh exercising with my friends Nick and Jackie because they've been always clamoring me for to go drinking or (laughs) to go exercising (laughs) and I'm always you know told them no because I'm dealing either dealing with a hangover and never have time because I'm always out the bar going to shows um but now I'm gonna start working out with them and um, I know in my mind, like now I have a choice. So do you see it as, um, you're going to get this figured out here and then in the future you'll be able to still go to shows and then not drink as much or oh, yeah. are you not drinking at not all? Not drinking at all. Okay. Um, I'm just done. Um, I'm done being an alcoholic. Well, I mean, I suppose you're always alcoholic, um, but like, I'm just done. Uh, it, like the hard part too is that, like when I talk to friends about it, they're like, "Oh, I didn't know you're having a problem." You know, like I I never showed myself having a problem like a lot of other people do or whatever. Um, but in my mind, I knew I was having a problem because there would be times where I would just be too emotional at the end of the night, stay up till four in the morning. But um, me not drinking doesn't mean that I'm not going to go to shows and go still go to the bar. Um, because I do have a lot of friends that go to the bar, which is fine, but, um, it's not conducive to what I do to just stay at home because I, like, I need to go out and be on the beat and know what's going on and, um, and be part of shows and promote shows and help the artists. Um, and, uh, the Red Rock show uh, really showed helped me practice to be out and about with people that are being drunk. So let's just get folks up to speed on what, what that was. It was kind of a benefit yeah. for you to help you raise some money for your medical bills. Yeah. So, um, um, I had nothing to do with it. Uh, uh, Jacob bless his heart from Red Rocks, like the manager of Red Rocks. Um, he contacted me and he's like, dude, uh, you're going to be out of work for a while and you're going to have a lot of medical bills. Can we, Red Rocks, put on a benefit show for you? And I, I'm like, well, like, I, I don't know. Like, I guess. And he's like, um, well, I, like, I, I know that some people are kind of weirded out by it. Um, to have, like, donation drives or whatever. Uh, so I wanted to ask first. Um, but if you if we would love to be able to um, put something on for you. And I just, I'm like, well, as long as I don't have any involvement in it, I I think it would just be weird for me to put on my own benefit show. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'd be fine. So um, he, yeah, uh, Jacob and Red Rocks um, and and Willis um, 
his his DJ uh, lined up all the artists and um, set up a show to help help me with my medical costs, which was amazing. And I'm I'm assuming there there have been some medical costs that you yeah need help. Yeah, they're with. starting to roll in. Okay, um, and uh, I'm I, you know I have um, been sure. Thank you, thanks Obama. <laughs> but yeah. like, luckily you know with how poor I am, I don't have the best insurance. But um, I have I have some insurance, and um, I don't know. So I, I got some benefits coming in, but uh. The that show's definitely going to help cut those costs quite a bit. And I want to talk some more about that show, but I I think we forgot to say exactly what your medical issue is. Is it a you have a blood clot in your leg? Yeah, it's a blood clot that goes from my ankle to the the middle of my thigh. And that's being treated with medicine right now. Yeah, I take a um, I take a blood thinner warfarin once a day five milligram pill once a day and then go to the doctor once a week to get my um, blood thinness levels uh, checked to see if I'm my blood my blood is too thin or it's too high or it's uh, too thick and if it's too thin then I just don't take a pill a day and if it's too thick then I take like an extra half a pill so I've and seen on they, your on your Facebook posts you'll you'll post like a level like a, I think it says INR level or yeah, something yeah that's the blood that's the, thinness level okay um, normal People that are not on blood thinners is at zero, and which is like I think it was like twelve to thirteen seconds for your blood to clot, and then um, and then the scale goes up, and they need me between a two and three, so my blood doesn't clot for at least about twenty to twenty five seconds or something like that. Okay, and then that's it. Um, no no medicine to like help dissolve it or anything. It's just get that blood fl- flowing, so it just can start. Like in my mind, I, I look at it as like uh, 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 like a, a river eroding, like a canyon or whatever. Just get that. Would it blood be flowing. like? Would it be like it, it? It's a drug that's helping your body fix itself, in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. So it, it thins the blood so it can pass through, and then okay. that starts eroding away. The, right. Okay. And then starts dissolving it, and hopefully it dissolves quick enough, but not too quick, because if it if it dissolves too quick, then there's a big chance for a part of that to um, to break off, and then it will go straight to my lungs and then cause a pulmonary embolism, which I need surgery right away if that yeah. happens. Um, so they're so hoping that it'll be done, like it'll be all cleared up within six months. Um, when now we're two months in. So hopefully in six months, like uh, maybe about four or five more months, um, it'll be all cleared up and... I won't. And, but if it's not cleared up by then, they say that uh, there's a possibility that I'll be on blood thinners for the rest of my life, which would suck because then I can't get tattoos anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. So are they seeing any improvement? Not, I don't know. Not, like they're, okay. I mean, the only improvement that I know of is that the pain's been going away. Well, that's good news. Um, which means in my mind that the blood's flowing because like the, the, the pain all comes from, you know, the, the blood getting caught up in the bottom of my foot not being able to come back up and the pain's going away um so when it was at its worst how how bad was that pain um from the ankle to the middle of my thigh it felt like uh like a charlie horse times like your worst charlie horse ever times a thousand uh uh, constant shin splints and then somebody ripping my kneecap off 
Jeez. And that's when I was laying down with a foot up. <clears throat> and then when I would stand up within less than a minute or within, yeah, within less than a minute, um, it started feeling, it would, it would have that pain. And then also it'd start feeling like they're, uh, somebody was grabbing my lower leg and twisting it into splinters and then ripping it off. <laughs> it's not funny, but that's a really vivid way to describe that's that. All pain. I could, <laughs> that's the way I had. What was it? Six weeks of that pain to think about that. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was up until about. Could they give you anything for the pain? They gave me a little bit of Vicodin. That's about it. Um, hydrocodone. It was like fifty milligrams. It was. It didn't do much. Didn't do much. Only man. one. Or I. I talked them into a second refill, but. So as you sit here today, um, how where is your pain right now? Scale of one to ten, with your description of it. So that was a, those six weeks being a ten. That would be and a 10. no pain being a zero. Where are you at today? I'm at a six. Yeah, that's still it hurts a lot. Um, not great. It's better when I'm sitting down. Uh, but yeah, when I when I when I stand up, it starts swelling immediately, and like my my legs currently gets about this big. Uh, like well, you're going back to work today for the first time yeah, in a I while, right? Yeah. I need money. <laughs> so Were you working there before this all happened? Yeah. And have you been on like a, a leave of absence for a while? Yeah. So, yeah, I was at work when the pain really hit. Like I almost fainted at work because all of a sudden just like that. Right but, on, um, right. yeah, I, I mean, I manage, I'm one of the man, I'm co-manager of Rush Smokes and Liquor. And um, um, when that happened, I just told i like i just i just went to the doctor and they're like oh you have um a blood clot and can't uh, like i'm like well can't go back to work so what was nice about it is that um it's owned by a really nice of um it's a family-owned business by bruce k kafer and his wife monica and they're they own happy dan's and they understand okay bruce bruce came down to the benefit show and he's like it's Take as much time as you need. We always have a job open for you when you want to when you want to come back. Are they are they in from Mankato? Uh, originally from the cities, but they moved down to Mankato to start running the Happy Dance way back, probably 10, 11 years ago now. Okay, longer than that probably. Well, kudos to them for yeah, they're being a good employer. They're really really supportive. They're that's awesome great. People. So shop at. <laughs> shop at Happy Dan's and Rush yeah. Smokes and Liquor. Cause so can awesome. you sit down at your job? Is, is oh, we'll make sure I have a chair and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And I'm not going to, I'm just putting in four hours today and I just put in about 20 hours a week Starting for the slow. first month. Yep. So let me take you back to that benefit. Um, it, it You had to feel humbled. <laughs> Dude, yeah, absolutely. To have so many people come out for you. That's the only word I can really describe it. Um because the, the like the headcount ended up being over 350 people and you know it's like I know who I am I know what I do with for the community especially after doing Fuzz Talk Radio for nine years you know like I'm, I'm aware of the connections I have with people or whatever but to see that amount to see that amount of support um, and especially over just this last month and a half of support has been just amazing and like you said very humbling um, I would not be able to get through this without the people 
that have surrounded me you know um very very grateful for that and like a couple of people are telling me like a couple of people brought up to me like you know like you're very lucky to see this now before you're dead <laughs> you know like a lot of people don't get to see the that's how true. many people really care about you and that stuff is like true. that and uh, with that too it's just um i i there's a, a lot of people that keep on coming up to me saying that they're sorry that they weren't able to make it and it's like well, it's fine because <laughs> there was a lot of people already so it's 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 pretty amazing of uh the support that this community can give um to people that are in need in need as a as a journalist i've seen that time and again i've had to cover stuff like that time and again and um i'm it, it never ceases to amaze me how how well mankato comes together when someone needs their help yep yep you see it yep that's instead of perfectly it's it's not just it's not just me it's um if you need help people people will show up yeah as long as you're good to this community the community would be great great for you back and that's why i've never moved um so you you had mentioned edgar mm-hmm. and I, he's he's uh somebody else that the mankato came together for um there was a there was a benefit after his death of course but um how how close were you with 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 Edgar? And for folks who don't know, he was uh, well. I'll I'll let you describe who he was. You knew him better than I did. So um, Edgar, I've known for um, eight years now or nine years, eight years. Um, I would consider him my he was my mentor. Um, he was uh, he so like he the Minnesota Music Network show that Chuck and I do on Friday nights was. It was his baby. Um, I don't know how long Chuck and Edgar had put that show on before I came on, but Edgar found me down at the old Mecca place down at where professors used to be doing um, broadcasting a live Fuzzstock radio show with Dan Fisher, and Edgar walks in and is passing uh, Megan a, a flyer for the post-holiday extravaganza, which was a benefit show for his, uh, his, his uh, cancer treatments. He looks at me. He's like, "Oh, what the hell are you doing?" I'm like, "Well, I'm broadcasting an internet radio station, trying to support Mankato music and art. What, what the hell are you doing?" He's like, oh, "I'm passing out a fucking flyer, man, for a show that benefits this community." He's like, "Do you want to come up on KMSU and talk about it?" I'm like, "Is that okay with Gully? Because <laughs> I'm I'm becoming the competition to KMSU." He's like, "Yeah, it's fine." So I went up there and I went up and uh, had an interview with him and Chuck which was actually our friend Tom Ledford doing the interview, which was really weird. But um, after after the sh- uh, after that first interview, Edgar asked if, um, or said that if I ever wanted to come back up, I'm always welcome. And I started coming up to KMSU every every Friday and never left. And then along with doing Fuzz Talk Radio, and I just, he's somebody that uh, su- has supported this community for many years, uh, and I've just always looked up to him about how he's done it by putting on shows and um, uh, supporting music, musicians and artists and um, just, I don't know. That's and we lost Edgar in July, was it? I think it was July. He had, uh, was it liver cancer or pancreatic cancer? Pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer. That went away and then he got cancer on the spine after a little bit. 
just recently, and then and it came back very aggressively and yep. very quickly. Yep, and then his liver failed. Okay, that's the liver part of it. I okay. think that's what it was. So yeah, great guy. Miss him a lot. Was, like I said, like I considered him my mentor. Like things that Fuzz Talk Radio have ended up being, he's already done. You know, like I, I like I didn't realize when I was creating Fuzz Talk Radio that somebody's already done a lot of the things that I'm doing, and <laughs> it's cool. It's cool to look up to somebody. And he's one of the uh, the losses you talked about. Yep. Um, this summer that which made this summer with your illness and um yep. his death which made it really difficult for you this summer. Yeah, it's been it's been it's been really tough. Um him, uh Jessica uh, um had passed away pretty much pretty quickly after him. Yeah. I've uh had a friend pass away in a car accident. Um a couple of friends had committed suicide this this past summer. And my my friend's cat, um Black Phillip got hit by a car and died. Um, my family's going through some stupid relationship problems with whatever. And I don't know, this, this leg thing. And it's just, it's been rough, but mm. I wouldn't be able to get through it without the community. You yeah. know, and, and without the decision to quit drinking and um, whatever. That's a brave decision. You know, a lot of people just associate going out and watching live music um, with with having a having a few drinks. Um, yeah, I mean... And it sounds like you were certainly in that boat. That definitely is the culture. You know, like, that. that's definitely part of a lot of things that we do in America, too, is mm-hmm. you always see drinks in hands. You always see somebody having a beer in your hand. And which is, you know, I'm... Like, I like drinking. It's fun. Um but it can't be for me anymore because it's done. And then, then that's something else too is that uh, friends have asked me, well, uh, I probably shouldn't bring beers over to your house when they come visit. I'm like, well, no, no, that's fine. You know, like I one, it's kind of practice for me to be around people that are drinking and not me not. Um, but two, it's like me not drinking, my decision to not drinking doesn't mean that you should suffer from it. You know, like I should it's my decision and it's my decision if I'm going to feel bad that you're drinking in front of me and I'm not going to have that decision. I'm not going to make that decision. I'm going to be okay with it because it's whatever. I, if I get annoyed because you're too drunk around me, I can always leave, <laughs> you know, like I always have that choice. And then that, that was the biggest thing for me too, is that like, uh, last couple, like last week, uh, a couple friends and I went down to, went to a movie all together and then afterwards it was four in the afternoon um friends were like oh let's go let's go and have a couple beers and talk about talk about the movie you know it was a su- sunday afternoon fine you know and i'm like no my legs hurting so i decided to go home and then about an hour later i decided to go to best buy to buy to get something and on the way there i was just thinking man this feels great this is the first time in a long time that i actually have a choice of what i want to do before this, I didn't have a choice. Alcohol would have told me I should go hang out with, at the bar after the show and talk about the movie, and then stay there till two in the morning. You know, I would if I would have gone there at four in the afternoon, I would have been there till two. Like there would have been no stopping it, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a choice. Alcohol is making that choice, telling me, "Hey, you have to go hang out with your friends. You have to go drink. You have to go 
talk about this movie because that's what that's what we do. This time, no, I no, I have the choice of oh, I can go do that, do that, or I can go home and be okay with that and be okay with being by myself. And it was felt really nice to have a choice. So I don't want to harp on this too much, but are you um, on your own with this? Um, Decision to not drink? Are you, are you are you in a program at all? Per se? Nope, I'm just doing it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm just doing it. Like, uh, um, I don't know. It's has it like, been? Has it been hard? Has it? Well, that's what I was gonna say too. Is that I? I it hasn't yet. Yet maybe. I hopefully not. <laughs> I don't know. Like. Because, like, people, people have asked me that, and, like, my response was, like, well, no, not at all, because uh, I've been dealing with pain. It probably helps that you've got kind of a a bigger purpose behind it all. I mean, you're... Yeah, I you're, mean... Your life's on the line here. If you don't, yeah, it's, mean, that's it a big like purpose. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, because, like, the doctor's like, if you start drinking like that again, you're going to die. You're going to... Uh, now that you're you have a have had a blood clot you're going to be more susceptible to susceptible to it and so that's going to happen again if you mm-hmm. reintroduce alcohol and she's like you know like once it's all said and done you can probably you can have like a glass of wine or um one 12 ounce beer every once in a while and i'm like oh, i can't do that and she's like yeah. well why not i'm like well if i have one i can't stop at two like i'll have that second one and i'll have that third one and i won't stop until i have to go until i have to go and I don't want to be that person anymore. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. It's been, it's been easy because in my mind, it's been easy right now because I've been just been dealing with pain for the last month and a half and just, I'm not even thinking about doing anything. I just want to just heal up and not think about the pain, but we'll see. Um, I'm a little worried about going to work today because I'm, I don't know. Is it just you? No, on? I have a friend or the coworkers working, but I, I like I, I haven't been uh, even. I like I went to the bar. I went to the Red Rocks for that benefit show, and um, I don't know. It's a lot of alcohol for me to be around at work. It's a liquor store, and I don't. I don't. I just don't know how I'm gonna really feel about it i haven't really thought about it and i'm kind of apprehensive to start going back to work well good luck <laughs> thanks and like i said it's my decision so like what if you listen to me like and you're thinking oh man he's harping on me i'm not like the drinking's great it's just not for me anymore i can't well what do you say we shift gears something okay. a little bit more positive <laughs> um i wanted to ask you about um and we we want to be conscious of the time here too, so we'll make sure we get you out of here uh, by three. Um, you are um, one of the people that I've seen on social media who just is such a kind of a a booster or a cheerleader for Mankato. You just love Mankato. Mm-hmm. What is it about this this town that that has a kept you here? Um, well, I guess you did say you left for a little while. No, nope. oh, you didn't. Okay, so nope. it's kept you here. And w- why do you like it so much here? Um, uh, the, the support, like there's been multiple times in my life where like, like it just seems like the darkness is really creeping in and 
all of a sudden there are people just picking me back up. It's pretty amazing. It, yeah, I mean, I'm born and raised here, so I have a lot of friends that I grew up with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those mo- friends had moved away. Um, but, you know, like, um, it's like every three years I make new friends because every three years people move and then people move in, if that makes sense. So it's like I, I it's a big hub of getting to know a lot of people and network with a lot of people as well because um, People come to Mankato for college, and then they end up meeting a lot of our friends, and then eventually that they move on to what they were going to go do, or they, they end up staying, and the people that move on I still have contact with. And the people that stay start becoming more more part, bigger part of this community, and um, then it starts growing, and then new people move in, and then just that process keeps mm-hmm. on turning over. And, um, and then ultimately m- mom and dad and... One of my sisters and her kids are here, and the other sister um, lives in Spirit Spirit Lake, Iowa, so really close. So family's really close here as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just never felt that I could do anything on my own. <laughs> <laughs> like mom's always like, I never see you. You need to move. <laughs> it's like if, she's like it would make it, it would make more sense when I tell my my friends. Oh, when they ask, what oh what's what's Fuzzy doing or what's Justin doing. And mom's like, well, I don't know. I haven't seen him all month. And it would make so much, my mom's like, it would make so much more sense if you like lived in Colorado or if you lived in California or Canada. And I could tell him, well, I haven't talked to him. He's living in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, but like, I just, I'm like, no, mom, I, I, I can't just go out to Colorado by myself and just be by, out there by myself. I, I need the support. I need, I need people around me. That I, that I know and I trust, and that's Mankato. It's a lot of trust trustworthy people. It's a lot of crappy people, just like every other city. And a yeah. lot of people can tell you that Mankato's shit, but you're just not looking at the right side of it. So you're 38 years old. Yep, uh, just turned on Sunday, September 1st. Where'd you go to high school? Mankato East. Did you like East? Yeah, it was good. I loved it. I was always um, looked at it as the uh, like the crappy school on the bad side of town, <laughs> but East is least. Yeah, but it wasn't. You know, um, Vancato East, and, and I know I've heard that they've been going through some bad times again, or whatever, whatever you call it. But like, it's just like East is a good school. All schools have issues, and. I would rather have to deal with the issues that East deals with than not dealing with them at all because it feels like Mankato East deals with more worldly issues than just being like, hey, we're all white and farmers. And that's, I mean, that's the way I've always looked at it. Anytime I've ever heard of people saying bringing down east because it's the shady side of town mm-hmm. it's the it's the one that always has fights it's the ones that have this certain group of people it really starts sounding really racist mm-hmm. and i like to say i'd rather deal with living at east than dealing with being at a part of a school that has racist people yeah um did you go to college at all yeah i went to msu did you finish yep so yeah, East. I 
just to brag a little bit because I don't really sure. talk about this a whole lot. Sure. Not a lot of people know. Um, but at East, I was a I played basketball or football, basketball, and track. In my senior year of track, I ended up being um, uh, a state track athlete. Where uh, we my four by two team and four by one team went to um, state track up in Blaine. Really, and my four by two team uh, broke the um, we broke school records. We broke the four by one hundred record at East. Four by one, four by one sixty. And the four by two hundred, and I currently still have the four by one sixty uh, school record because that uh, the old field house was torn down, and that race will never be run. run so you can see my na- name on the plaque at Mankato East that I, I broke a school record. So they have that trophy area there, and listing of records. I think somewhere in the school too. Mm-hmm. Is your your name down there somewhere? Yep, yep. That's fantastic. Yep. I had three school records for a little while in track. Wow. And then I was also in band. And so, uh, what'd you play in the band? I played trumpet at um, for East Senior uh, East Senior School, and then I was in Lancers as well. You were a Lancer. Yep, I was captain of my trumpet line. Wow. Um, graduated in two thousand, so we were the class that got to go to Hawaii. You went to Hawaii, okay. Yep. <laughs> captain of my trumpet line for my junior and senior year, uh, and then my senior year, I got best marcher award uh, out of the three hundred some some kids. Um, straight A student out of high school, out of high school as well. So, this is truly a side of you I had no idea about. <laughs> and then I went to college right afterwards, and um, went to uh, was in at MSU for computer science and business administration, and graduated with a three point eight somewhere around there. And then during that time, I was also. Uh, part of a production label that was based out of the cities called Lunatics Productions where we um, played uh, I went up to the studio every Wednesday for practice and then every weekend went to different cities for shows and then had two tours out to New York um, all expenses paid by uh, by a company and was won three hip hop awards against the Rhyme Sayers up in the cities oh and we were making it really big, and then it all broke up in 2000, 2009, and then Full Stock Radio started. What happened to make it break up? Some Oko Ono type of stuff. <laughs> like we let a friend's girlfriend in, and then, or a friend, a band member's girlfriend in, and then the girlfriend and another band member started doing stuff together and just broke us all up. It wow! It was after like six years of us like really doing stuff. And, like, Sounds like you guys were on your way. We had thir- by the time we broke up, we had thirteen um, masterly produced CDs between our group Ruthless, uh, the second group PLC, and then we had three solo acts: Professor Fresh, MC Rents, and Il Poe. And we had wow. a lot of music videos, and yeah, we were we were making it big. But once it breaks up, it breaks up. And then that's in 2010, and that's when I felt really bad and lost a girlfriend at the time. And then Fuzzstock Radio and Sugar Room showed up, and Mankato Artists took me out of that well. Wow. Way to go, Mankato. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't think I'll ever move. Like, there's never a definite, but I don't think I'll ever move. I'm, I'm actually starting to think about once my these medical pills go away, um, start looking at financing so like i i want to buy a house in mankato it'd be nice to buy a house next to mom and dad's house so i can keep them in their house when they get old 
Have you ever thought about using your computer science or business yeah. degrees to get I, a job of some kind? Yeah, in field? like uh, the IT field. Like I've been in the IT field a couple times, and um, it's just not not for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get like eventually. I'd like to. Be, I don't know. I'm I'm happy at where I'm at right now. I don't mm-hmm. want to. Um, I don't know. I've I've had a couple IT jobs and it's not, not it's not fun working fifty hours a week for thirty grand a year and nobody appreciating what you're doing to mm-hmm. make sure that the computers are running. Like yeah, like the last I, the last time I had an IT job, um, I um, like well, just an example is like I got a ticket saying that. Um, their monitors aren't working when they plug their laptop in, so they obviously need new monitors. And I'm like, well, let's troubleshoot this. <laughs> well, I don't know where those uh, lights are. So I'm like, okay, I'll come out there, you know, instead of just doing it over the text message. And go up to the desk and see that the power strip's turned off. So I turn it on <laughs> and monitors turn on. And, you know, I'm really good customer service. So I'm like, hey, no, no worries. You know, like it got me out of my desk at least. You know, that's, that's all cool. That's all it was? Well, what'd you do? And I'm like, turn down the power strip that's what we fucking pay you for oh my god and that's it you know like if you ever seen the it crowd the the guys that um hang out in the basement uh, that tv show and turn it on and turn turn it off and turn it back on again you know like and then they they always get shit on that's it and i don't want to work in that environment it's just too stressful gotcha it'd be nice i don't know it'd be nice if it was different but because i love working with computers but so um you're you're kind of an expert on the Mankato music scene. Okay. What do you well I mean would you agree you're one of the people who knows the most about it? I, I'm around. Yeah. And you're around. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think um I mean I don't, I don't want you to play favorites but who do you think uh is really doing well right now in local music? Oh, that's such a hard question to ask. Because like There's, everybody's doing well in their own right or their own form of doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, like when like earlier when I kind of like got a um, little defensive about like how big you are now or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like it's not the size of my studio or if it's out of my mm-hmm. out of my house. Because um, it doesn't matter if you're on the current or if you're going to shows or like if you're booking shows out of town or if you're taking a hiatus you know what i mean like everybody's on their own level Mm -hmm. um but you know of course like the bands that like the bands that are in my top list right now would be obviously good night goldust because they've been doing things for a long for a while now and they've been consistent and constantly doing things like getting on the current and doing shows like in Wisconsin and doing shows outside of town and their name is really I think is really starting to take get traction um, but with them um, um, Let It Breathe Jason Knudsen's band is amazing their their sound is just outstanding I know that they're going to be taking a hiatus here soon but that doesn't mean that that's doesn't mean that they're doing well okay. <laughs> you know um bebop fields is awesome bela rouge is awesome um 
uh, there's this new song out by the stu- uh, uh, the dude named Willis that helped put together the Red Rock show. Um, his his uh, DJ name's Conundrum C N C N D R M. Uh, he he just put out a song with our friend Frankie that does all she's been all they've been doing lately has been just doing um, open mic karaoke's and stuff like that. But they put a put a song together and it's amazing. Um, all the hip hop guys are always doing good. Um, there's just so way too many of them to even <laughs> mention. Do you think uh, that things have gotten better? In the last ten years, yeah, there's you know there's there's a lot of um, history, musically speaking, in Mankato. Um, if you talk to some of the old timers, and I mean that in the nicest possible way, they'll talk to you about the nineteen. 19- we had Billy Steiner on here, and yep. he was he was telling us about back in the early seventies, and, and and some of the amazing things happening here back then. Um, there's some story about this used to be called Fat City because of all the music that was being all the good oh. music that was being played here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the late eighties, early nineties, the libido boys were, um, really, really big and going places. And then it seems like as long back as you can look, there's always, there's always, there's always been stuff happening. That's been yep. really, really good. So as you've been paying really close attention for the last 10, 15 years, what have you seen that has, um, gotten better, gotten worse? Tell me what your thoughts are on the evolution of things here. And where we are now? Um, we're definitely on an upswing right now. Uh, there's um, there's a lot of bands. We need more bands. We need more venues as well, uh, especially like all ages venues. But I also know that there's uh, things on the horizon that are going to start coming up to fill those gaps. Um, but there's like whenever a venue like like Red Sky closes down there's always that feeling of, oh, we're going back in the depths. You know, like we were going back in the days of there's no music. And that's all perception because like you were saying, there's always been music. There's always been bands. It's just it's just that it the places to go find that change. And sometimes it's not fully out there to find right away. Um, but it's there, and it's always going to be there, and um, and I, I think that we're on an upswing. I think there's because uh, there's a couple new venues that are opening up um, to allow like all ages stuff, and um, and which will allow more bands to start forming and um, and the uh, ability to play instead of just being like, oh, we can't play because we're not twenty one. Can um, you say anything more about these venues, or is it a secret I, for now? I don't know. So okay, yeah. Just keep your ear to the ground, but there's there's a couple th- there's a couple things on the horizon. Cool, and yeah, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of good music and art out there right now, and I think that we're not we're definitely not at the the top point of where 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 we need to be, but um, we're definitely on on the upswing. I think so. Fuzzy, is there anything else you wanted to say or add or plug? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Where can somebody where can somebody find Fuzz Talk Radio if this is the first they're hearing of it? Um oh that's yeah, that's cool. Uh head to www.fuzztalkradio.com. That's F U Z Z T A L K R A D I O dot com. Um we're on Facebook, Twitter, uh Instagram, Snapchat, uh all under Fuzz Talk Radio. Um 
keep a lookout on uh, flyers that that I'll be handing out around town. Uh, we can always find different promotional stuff down at like the Coffee Hag or Sugar Room. <laughs> I wish Sugar, Sugar Room. <laughs> Coffee Hag or gas stations or Toontown or a fill-in station. Um, or just bring it up to somebody and they you've probably these, will know You've got these it. new trading cards out yeah. too now. He just gave me the Good Night Gold Dust trading card. Yeah, I started up... Um, this is like a little, the size of a business card. On one side, it has a Fuzzhawk Radio logo on it. Right underneath is a QR code that takes you straight to the website. And then on the other side, um, it has a band's album artwork and then a little information about them and then a QR code that takes you straight to their album download. And uh, um, currently, I have three of them out. There's an Intelligent Design one, Let It Breathe one, and a Good Night Goldest one. Eventually, there will be special edition silver and gold cards. So keep your eye out, eye out, and collect them all. And as far as your future, you're focusing right now just on getting healthy. Yep, hitting the gym when you're healthier. Yep, that's all. I'm start getting getting back into work, and then just get healthy. Because I don't know, <laughs> I need to be healthy. I can't deal. Well, with we this. wish you the best of luck, Fuzzy. Thanks for yeah, coming thank in today. You. Thank you very much, Rob. I appreciate it. 